What's up, world? This is Pop Culture Spotlight. I'm Daniel McKinney. This is a podcast about actor Jake Johnson in the movie Mission Impossible Fallout starring Tom Cruise and Henry Cavill. Let's start by talking about Jake Johnson. If you don't know who Jake Johnson is, then that's a real problem because that means you haven't watched his show, New Girls. He is the funniest thing on the show as Nick Miller. His comedic energy is insane everything this guy does is funny and the fact that jake johnson did not win an emmy during his run on new girls is one of the biggest crimes of the 21st century this guy is insane as nick miller he is the eventual love interest of jess it is the one of the better shows i don't think it was it's obviously massively, massively popular. I don't think it ever reached the level of Friends, but it's still one of those shows, and I don't understand why he wasn't recognized with an Emmy, and some of those people from Modern Family were. In my opinion, New Girls is just way funnier than Modern Family, and G.A. Johnson is one of the funniest comedic actors I've seen in recent times. He is so great at playing lazy guy who comes through for you at the end. It's just kind of how I would describe Nick Miller, and, and he's made the jump to some interesting movies. The first movie I ever saw Jake Johnson is was a movie called Let's Be Cops with his New Girls co-star Damon Wayans Jr. The movie is hilarious. No, it's not very good plot-wise. It doesn't make a lot of sense. It wouldn't work out for you, but he, he just takes over a movie. Like, Jake Johnson is the type of guy where you give him a stupid premise, and he's going to make it laugh out loud funny. And I would recommend you watch Let's Be Cops. No, it's not a very good film. Again, not a very good plot. But the the chemistry between him and Wayans Jr., but even that, he just takes over the entire movie. He plays this loser football star who's cast out, whose glory days were high school, who decides he's just going to become a fake cop. And in the end, guess what? He becomes a real cop. But in between, there's so much funny going on with that character. <laughs> he plays football with kids. It's just, I can't even describe the movie. It's just one of the funniest things I've seen. And it's a dumb premise, but I think he's such a great comedic star that he can out-funny the stupid premise. Like, I could give him, I could give Jake Johnson any kind of dumb premise, and it would probably make into a pretty funny movie that I would want to watch over and over again. I've watched Let's Be Cops maybe eight times in my life. It is, whenever it's on, I'm like, yes, Let's Be Cops. It is one of the funniest things ever if you haven't seen that movie. Again, dumb premise, dumb film, shouldn't work, but Jay Johnson is such a star, and he's so funny, he makes it work. Then he's in some smaller movies like Drinking Buddies with Olivia Wilde where he plays kind of a different character. But again, it's just it's not as funny, but there's hilarious moments between him and Wilde. He's in a movie called Digging for Fire. He's been in a lot of Joe Swanberg movies. He's in this movie about gambling called Win It All. I think he's tried to make the jump to big box office movies, particularly in the movie Jurassic World, where he has a great bat his character has a great banter with Bryce Dallas Howard. And in one of the biggest crimes, again, of the 21st century is Jake Johnson not being in Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Maybe that was his choice. I don't know. He was in the big comedy box office smash tag this year. He was in The Mummy, the failed Tom Cruise movie. I just think Jake Johnson can do it all because he's so, like, he has that weird, funny energy that just works 
anywhere if you ask me. Like, I just want to see more Jake Johnson when he's in things. I think he, he hasn't really taken that lead man role yet. But I think that should be coming in the near future. Like I want, it was announced that he's going to be in another sitcom with Kobe Smolder as like her friend. That's interesting to me. But I, I kind of don't think he realizes or people realize he should be the star of things. He's the funniest thing on New Girls. And yes, Jess is hilarious. Jess is the lead. But there comes a point in like maybe season five of that where I'm like, okay, everything needs to be about this Nick Miller guy. Like, there needs to be a thing about a Jake John. And again, the movies like Drinking Buddies and um, Digging for Fire, he's more of the lead in those movies, but those are smaller movies. I think the world needs to see more Nick, more Jake Johnson and more Nick Miller because he's just laugh out loud funny. There's something about him that is hilarious to me. He is one of the funniest comedic stars we have going on. I would put him in that category of Charlie Day is another guy. I might do a podcast on eventually. He's hilarious. He's in It's Always Sunny. He's in that Jason Sudeikis. He's in that Jim Parsons at a time in Big Bang Theory. He is one of the funniest men on the planet. No matter what he's in, he could be in a serious movie. But if I see Jake Johnson, I'm immediately going to start laughing. Because everything he does is funny. There's an episode on New Girl, which is my probably my favorite episode that I've seen, where he tries to go on his first date with Jess, and he dresses all up, and she doesn't know it's a date, and they, they, they have to write on a napkin how they feel about each other. It's just comedic gold. His chemistry with female co-stars is also impressive. I mean, in the movie Drinking Buddies, he has insane chemistry with Olivia Wilde. Again, in Digging for Fire, he has insane chemistry with the actress who plays his wife he just i don't know he fits into the movies that he's in perfectly he just does he fits into the thing i mean and there's always something that's like oh yes that's jake johnson energy like i feel like he's bringing the same energy to a thing like i feel like he could be in that bill murray type role again a dumb premise like a movie let's be cops if i told you that premise you would be like no cameron i don't want to see that movie about those two people becoming cops but when you see that it's jake johnson and even damon wayans jr you're like okay i'm going to waste an hour and a half of my life and see this broken out high school guy become a cop because Jake Johnson is the one doing it. And again, even in movies like Jurassic World, he's stealing scenes. Yes, he's, it seems like he's trying to make that big jump. The mummy didn't work out for him. I mean, everyone who who thunk Tom Cruise's version of the dry and humorless mummy wasn't going to work out, but it didn't. And, and listen, I, I'm a fan of where things are going for Jake Johnson. He was in Spider-Man in the Spider-Verse. He voiced Peter Parker. He's had an interesting career after New Girls, and, and again, he's doing a new comedy with Kobe Smolder, who was Robin in How I Met Your Mother. That's going to be an interesting dynamic. Let's see if they can... It's hard for the iconic character guy to do another iconic TV character, so it's interesting that he's going down that path. I mean, people have done it, but he's so Nick Miller to me that it'll be hard for me to view him as another character on another 
TV show. But Jake Johnson overall is one of the funniest people on the planet. Again, if you haven't watched New Girls, watch it. And watch Let's Be Cops. And watch Drinking Buddies. And watch Win It All. And watch Digging for Fire. And watch Jurassic World. Because this man is a laugh-out-loud riot. Now let's make the jump to talking about the sixth installment of the Mission Impossible movies. Oh yes, starring the one, the only, Tom Cruise as Ethan Hunt. Recently, I wanted to talk about this movie and I hadn't seen many of these movies at all. So I went back and watched the last three. I watched Rogue Nation and Ghost Protocol. And, and and then I watched Fallout. And listen, Tom Cruise is a master at playing Ethan Hunt. No act, no other person I could even imagine playing Ethan Hunt. I have a newfound respect for what Tom Cruise is doing. Yes, I know people make fun of the fact that he's doing his own stunts, but also the way he's playing this character as somebody who always knows what the next step is. Now, these movies are brilliant in making you believe that Ethan Hunt is about to lose the the impossible mission. We, of course, all know he's going to win the impossible mission, but the fact that you're still just in it and you're interested in it I think that's all Tom Cruise you can come up with a great a good enough plot and these movies have great plots but it's about who the leading man is and without Tom Cruise the there would be an impossible mission of trying to get people interested in these movies. And Tom Cruise has definitely got me and the rest of America clearly interested in Mission Impossible movies. Like, I don't know the TV show at all. I just know Ethan Hunt. In the last three movies I've seen, his dynamic with the character is amazing. He gets out of things. You just know he's a step ahead of the bad guys every single time. And again, I, I just think it's one of the more... he's. He's played the character six times now, and he's just become a master of the craft of an action film star. And I know he's old, and I know people say that he's 56 years old. What is he doing? It's so interesting. It beats anything that any young guy could do in an action movie. It's just, it's very impressive what Tom Cruise is doing in these movies. And I think it's an, I'm going to say this, Tom Cruise a little underrated. I want to talk about another actor in this movie particularly, though. Mission Impossible Fallout. Henry Cavill is in this movie, and listen, it's interesting because we all know him as Superman and Batman vs. Superman, Dawn of Justice, and Justice League, and Man of Steel. He's been Superman three different times, and I never found him as compelling as I did in this movie. Let me give you a little bit of a backstory into the Mission Impossible Fallout plot. So last movie, Tom Cruise and his gang... The IMF, the Impossible Mission Force, took down the syndicate, and now they are dealing with a new group of terrorists slash assassins called the Apostles, and Henry Cavill is playing a CIA agent, and there's a twist with his character. I find it interesting what he's doing in this movie, and I come to this conclusion, Henry Cavill works better as a guy instead of the guy. What I mean by that clearly is he's a supporting actor. He should not be the lead of a movie. I don't want to follow what Henry Cavill is doing for two and a half hours a movie, which we have to do in Man of Steel and Dawn of Justice and Justice League. Well, not so much in Justice League, but you know what I'm saying. I don't think he's as interesting enough to fall. I don't think he's as compelling as Tom Cruise, but when he's in a scene and then he's gone for a while and then he's come back and he, he can act in these scenes. He's he can act alongside a guy like Tom Cruise when he's second in command. But when he's the guy, I'm just not as interested in what Henry Cavill is doing as an actor. I think his performance in this movie is interesting. There's not a lot of dialogue, though. It's mostly action. And I think 
one of the digs I'm going to take at Henry Cavill is maybe I don't want to hear him talk as much in movies because he was a lot better with not a lot of lines and not a lot of dialogue, just doing the action. Him, blah, 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 as Superman isn't very interesting to me. I think he fits better in this Mission Impossible movie supporting role thing than he does as the Man of Steel. And I don't even think that's a diss. I think that what most people agree would agree with that at this point in the road. It'll be interesting to see what Henry Cavill does going down the line. But now I want to talk about the female lead of this movie, Rebecca Ferguson. She made her debut in these movies in Mission Impossible Rogue Nation. And I think what she's doing in these movies is nuts. Like, I think one of the things these movies have done really well is female leads. Paula Patton is in the movie Ghost Protocol, and now they make the transition to Rebecca Ferguson. And again, the Paula Patton character was interesting, but I mean, Rebecca Ferguson just takes it to a whole nother limit. She supposedly has, she bonds really well with Tom Cruise's Ethan Hunt, and they kind of become a duo. Again, more on Simon Pegg's Benji in a minute. That trio is interesting. I just think what she's doing in these movies is interesting. She's kind of like a double agent type of character in both of the movies I've seen her in so far. She's sometimes on Ethan Hunt's side, and she's sometimes not. I think they've done a really good job recently of adding a really great supporting cast to go alongside Tom Cruise and to have a female be at the heart of that. I mean, she's the second best actor in these movies by a lot. She's compelling. She's interesting. You don't know her background. She's a British agent. She plays Isla, a British agent who's kind of a double agent at times. Again, what she's doing is just interesting at all points and you don't always know whose side she's on. She kind of starts out as a Tom Cruise enemy and then she becomes a Tom Cruise friend in Ghost, in Rogue Nation and now in Fallout. She's on his side at times and against him at times and she wants him to retire with her. It's just, I don't know, it's an interesting dynamic between those characters and their possible love interests moving forward, I would assume. I want to talk about the director of both of the last two Mission Impossible movies. He directed Mission Impossible 5 and 6, Rogue Nation, and Fallout, obviously. And listen, Chris Christopher McQuarrie is a master filmmaker. These last two films have been visually stunning and suspenseful at times. What he's doing with the plot... This is a guy who's written a lot of Tom Cruise movies recently, and his collaboration with Tom Cruise has been fantastic. He co-wrote the movie Edge of Tomorrow, which is a brilliant Tom Cruise movie. He directed the first Jack Reacher movie, which at times is interesting. I just think his collabor- he's going to write the next Top Gun movie that's coming out. I just think what he's doing with Tom Cruise, how they, how Tom Cruise has united with this director who won an Academy Award for writing the movie The Usual Suspects. Like Christopher McQuarrie just knows how to make a really good action movie and what twist and turns. I mean, Brad Bird directed the Ghost Protocol movie, which is also brilliant. The last three of these movies have been directed by two geniuses, Brad Bird and Christopher McQuarrie. This is what these type of movies should be. And other franchises should take notice. You should give one director the at the top of the helm. He wrote, he directed, and he produced this movie. More movies should do this. Give the director full range to do what he wants to do. Because the other 
big box office movies that bomb are the ones that don't let the guy in charge be the guy in charge. And these movies are clearly letting Christopher McQuarrie be the guy in charge and be the guy with Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise is producing these movies. Tom Cruise is starring in these movies. Tom Cruise is helping with the story arc of these movies. And he's doing his own stunts. Tom Cruise is doing it all. Christopher McQuarrie is helping him do it all. And that's why these movies are working. Because they are giving people what they want. People want more of these car chases. There's a scene in this movie, which I'll talk about in a few minutes, which is out of this world nuts. But the collaboration between Christopher McQuarrie and Tom Cruise is one of the best director-actor combinations going in Hollywood right now. If those two are involved in a movie, I am going to go out and I'm going to see that movie. Because they are going to do something on a grand epic scale that is going to visually look fantastic and have a lot of twists and turns and treat me as an audience member like I can follow a complicated plot because that is what these movies are doing. Yes, there's some dumb action scenes that are great, but the actual plot is what's driving me home, what's driving this movie home and making it the hit, the smash hit success that it really is. And that's because of Christopher McQuarrie and Tom Cruise's collaboration together. Things about these movies I'm really enjoying lately is Simon Pegg as Benji Tom Cruise's Ethan Hunt's partner in the IMF. He became a field agent at the end of at the beginning of Ghost Protocol. He's in Rogue Nation. He's in this movie. Simon Pegg has become a master of playing this character and playing alongside Tom Cruise. He we he is the character that we the audience are viewing this as. He he is freaked out by everything. We are freaked out by everything. Tom Cruise is in complete control of the moment. Well, Benji's character is freaking out about it, just like we the audience are. We are seeing the these movies through the eyes of Benji, and it is a brilliant, brilliant strategy because Simon Pegg has become a master of playing this character and playing alongside Tom Cruise. He is helping move the plot forward. He's a great tech guy. I don't know. I find the character endlessly funny. He's always getting kidnapped at times, but he's also helping out in the grand scheme of things. I just find his his character so compelling. And Simon Pegg has just become a master of being in these J.J. Abram produced hits. He's been in Star Wars Force Awakens. He's been in the Star Trek movies. And now he's in this. He's just so good at what he does. He's kind of a comedic genius in and of itself, what he's doing in these movies. He's found a way to make himself worthy of being in these movies, which at the beginning, everyone was like, what? Why is Simon Pegg in a Mission Impossible movie? Why is Simon Pegg in Star Wars? Why is Simon Pegg in Star Trek? He's become worthy of being in all of those movie franchises because he's making those franchises more compelling and being human in them. His work in those movies is commendable, and he's great alongside Cruz and Rebecca Ferguson and all the people in those movies. We are seeing these movies through his eyes, and it's a brilliant, brilliant strategy. And he's just become, I can't watch, I hope he's in the next eight Mission Impossible movies, because I can't watch one if Benji is not involved. There's one more acting performance in these movies I have to talk about before I wrap up this podcast. Sean Harris has been the villain of the last two movies basically and what he's doing as this guy who's given up on a lot of things i mean he's given up on society as a whole he plays solomon lane he's a he's a former british agent become a terrorist and his his connection with the ethan hunt character he he's threatening his family at times i mean the They've never brought the same villain back, but I thought it was a brilliant strategy to connect Rogue Nation with 
Mission Impossible Fallout and the twists and turns of the movie. He's not the only villain in this movie, but he's a compelling leader of what's going on. And his connection to the Rebecca Ferguson character. I mean, everyone in this movie has something against his character. And I just find the way he's playing it is he gives grand speeches about how society needs to be reset. I think it's an interesting, interesting villain. Now, the last thing I want to talk about this movie before I wrap things up is there is a fantastic helicopter action scene that is out of this world between Henry Cavill and Tom Cruise. These two men go all out in this scene it is epic it is on a grand scale and it is something to watch it is so good this helicopter scene if you that's my one get if you don't if you're not that interested in this movie watch this helicopter scene it is one of the best action sequences i have seen in a long time these mission impossible movies are great because they are on a grand scale and they let the audience in on what's going on and they are their twists and turns are fantastic and tom cruise is the master and he is great at playing along with who's ever in these movies hey i miss jeremy renner's character a little bit in this movie but the addition of henry cavill really helped out and again you brought back favorites like ving rames is in this movie and listen it's just so good tom cruise plays along with these characters so well even hunt has become one of my favorite characters recently and i want to see where these movies are going but fallout is an all-out action masterpiece it is one of the best movies in recent memory Cameron mckinney thanks for listening to this edition of pop culture spotlight there will be a new episode of pop culture spotlight every thursday on apple Podcasts and itunes this week i put the spotlight on jake johnson and mission impossible fallout next week i put the spotlight on actress l fanning in the movie sorry to bother you check that out check out the podcast and please rate review and subscribe thanks